Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch the Show, hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And it's back. We're, we're finally here, David. The week we've yes, been sir. waiting for since <laughs> the Chiefs hoisted the Lombardi Trophy. It is back. Football is back. Um, and I couldn't be more excited. Uh, I've been raring to go for this week one. Um, so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about football. We're going to give some Super Bowl mm. predictions um, that are probably going to be wildly off. And then we're going to just talk about some big news around uh, the NFL and then give some picks. Doing a little differently this year. Uh, we're not going to go through every game because we're trying not to do two hour podcasts anymore. So, uh, so we're going to be we're going to try to be a little brief. Picks. We'll pick some games though. We'll still have some picks and we'll still do a competition. Um, and maybe we'll come up with a punishment, or we can do that later and, and figure mm. out what happens. To the loser. Facts. So, so yeah, what happened right. last year? I'm trying to remember. Um. Well, I had to admit on the podcast that you knew more about football than me. That's you, right. You know, That's no, right. you, he's smiling. <laughs> he knows exactly what happened. What a, uh, what a jerk. I don't know. I think the punishment should be something like an actual, pun, like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'll, I'll, if I lose, I'll have to watch Interstellar um, three days in a row. And if David loses, he'll have to, I don't know, do something that he hates. Um, so I like that. We'll figure it out. But David anyway. Kika. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, because that's what I really want you to do. Donate to PETA. Um, so we're just talking about football. So if you don't want to listen to us talk about football, I guess wait until we talk about movies again, which is kind of hard to do whenever none of them are coming out. So football, let's go. All right, David, let's start off with some wild predictions that are probably going to be look stupid in like two months super bowl two teams uh we already know the afc let's just get it out of the way we're both picking the chiefs are you gonna do something different are you gonna be quirky or are you just gonna pick the chiefs it's hard i mean i, I want to pick him as a chiefs fan it also as a non-chiefs fan it, it'd be like it's statistically much less likely that the chiefs win it because it's just not many teams have done back to back but i I'm, I'm gonna pick the chiefs man i don't know I mean, Mahomes is, Mahomes is on the team and Reed is coaching. So, like, I'm picking the Chiefs. You know what I mean? Like, when those thus, two are good. Yeah, thus far with Patrick Mahomes starting a full season, the Chiefs, their worst result has been losing at home in the AFC Championship game. So, even if we are wrong and they don't make it back to the Super Bowl, the odds are so far that they're at least going to make it to the step right before the Super Bowl. So, it's always going to be yeah. a good prediction. The yep. NFC now is a little different. It's It's wide open, as we talked about in our last podcast. Um, are you, do you think there's going to be a rematch or do you see something different? I do not, I do not see a rematch. Um, okay. I think losing both coordinators, a lot of players and just your older players getting even older. I think that's just a lot to overcome. Um, so yes, I have a different team in the NFC representing in the team Super Bowl representing the NFC. Okay. Who is that team? They are, however, in the same division. You say, are you are you gonna do it? Now you're you're doing it. Go ahead. I'm picking the Cowboys. Oh my gosh! I'm going out on a limb. I, I, Zach's you know, crying right now from joy. <laughs> Here's some part joy of, from Zach. Part of me wants to do the Niners, but I'm like, no, nah, I want to be different. Like I want to pick something different. Like Niners been picked a lot the last couple of years, and they did make it in 19. But it's like that system's got to fail. Like you you having a 
decent quarterback's got to fail you eventually. And I guess it has been because they have not made it, you know, since 2019. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think Pollard as the main running back is going to help them. They picked up Brandon Cooks at receiver, another good weapon. Um, I know Dak had an interception problem last year, but he also broke his thumb. And I think that really does affect that. I'm not, you know, giving him an out. But you look his previous years, he didn't have that near of an issue of, of turning the ball over. Um, and this, these aren't even my words, but the Cowboys are going to be have one of the best defenses in the league this year. Um, they just have studs all around. And, um, you know, I think we could both agree the last couple of years they've hurt themselves in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And if they, if they didn't, how far would they have gone? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. and we don't know. We won't know, you know? So, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I, I'm going to go out on a limb. I, I'm not picking Niners or Eagles. I'm, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. That's my pick. Mm. Well, um, to that I say Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy are still there, so good luck. Um, but I no, I get it, and it's also just not fun to pick the same thing over and over again. But I, I think your I think your points are well reasoned. I and I agree that I think the Eagles are going to be hurt by the loss of the coordinators, and also just by the you know couple of players that have left them. However, I'm still going to pick them um, because one, it, like we talked about, the NFC is not loaded. I was literally trying to think of another team outside of the Cowboys to pick, um, and you could pick the 49ers, um, which is fun but boring um which sounds weird but it's true like the 49ers are fun and that like you're like brock purdy super bowl like wouldn't that be cool but also you're like oh the system kyle shanahan again mm-hmm. um and then did who you else consider the vikings at all i i thought about it but then i tried to visualize Kirk cousins in a super bowl and it just didn't work um and so i think that the chiefs eagles is just going to be this this version of the bills cowboys this this uh, century's version and that I think that these teams are going to square off a lot. And I think that the chiefs are going to get the better of them. Of course I think that cause I'm a chiefs fan and because Patrick yeah. Mahomes is a better quarterback than Jalen hurts, which is not what's, a slight against Jalen hurts. Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than everybody. Yeah. What's so. funny is, I mean, that would be entertaining though. It's not like it's all they're playing again. Like it, it'd probably be dubbed like the rematch and it'd be actually really fun. Yeah, every, like, okay, they're getting a shot at like it again. It. You know, um, 100%. Hey, I'm all for so. it. So I think it's going to happen. Um, obviously, I think both of us are going to say we believe the Chiefs are going to end up winning the Super Bowl, but we have to say that. Like, if if I don't say that, with Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback every year, I believe the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, which is yeah. tough because that means that's the expectation they always have, but it's nice because so far I've been right quite a few times. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and we've made three Super Bowls and won two of them. So it's been, it's gone well for me thus far. I'm going to stick with the tried and true method. Um, I have a question. Yeah. What's up outside of the Cowboys, Eagles, Vikings, and Viners? Is there, you think there's any chance any team for the NFC, anybody else can make that Super Bowl and represent? Then I have to start talking myself into the lions, like for real, for real. Um, and I know I put them as a Super Bowl contender, but I think that the NFC is so weak that that's the case, but I don't want to pick anybody else in the West. Um, you couldn't pay me to pick a team from the South that can make the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, I just don't think there's yeah. So so then you're looking at the north and the east, and there's you're thinking there's two teams each there that maybe have a chance, but I'm not gonna go like Giants or Packers or Bears or yeah. Commanders. So I I don't know. I, I honestly don't I really don't see a path. I think 
I think that's a four or five team race there. And I don't really see anybody else getting into the jump. Like I don't, I, the more teams are obviously making the playoffs There's seven seeds, but I yeah. think that the, whoever wins the South and then the last wild card position to me have no shot. Mm. Um, really doing anything. Yeah. In that, in that really picture. to me, the only other team that even has slightly amount of hope would be the Seahawks. I do think you don't, you don't trust them as much. I do think they're legit. I think they'll be good. Um, you know, you kind of get maybe the right momentum. Maybe you get the right team I, I in just, the playoffs. Geno Smith, like, he had a great first half of the last season. But then his second half was terrible. He was Geno Smith again. Because yeah. he is Geno Smith. And I don't like, yeah, the they wrote I didn't write back thing is like, yeah, that's a pretty good line. But uh, they were right in the end. And yeah. I, I just can't see Geno Smith in a Super Bowl. Like, that... I, I Kirk Cousins ten times out of ten I'm taking over Geno Smith as my quarterback. So and yeah. I can't see Kirk Cousins in the Super Bowl. So I'm not going to put Geno Smith there. The Seahawks feel like if they can like win their wild card game, it's like this team like a little bit of momentum and a little bit of confidence with that. You know, you got DK and uh, Lockett, and then you got Kenneth Walker. Like if they get a little bit of hope, you could maybe see a run. But mm-hmm. I think for them, it's that the big hump is that first wild card game. Is if can they even win that first game? and get mm-hmm. over that hump. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and they're a team that needs to play at home in the playoffs, and they're not going to because they're not going to have yeah. the record to do that. But that that would be their big advantage. And they're going to get helped out by being in the weakest division in football. The yeah. Rams and the Cardinals are atrocious. They're they're terrible teams. And I would be surprised if the Cardinals win more than two games this year. So I think they're going to get the chance to, like, beat up on some people in the division. And they may they their Niners-Seahawks games are kind of always close. I bet they'll um, split so, those games. Yeah, they might be like able to steal one, and then that'll make them look good. But I don't, I don't think yeah. they can contend for a Super Bowl because of that. So, yeah. I mean, we All don't right. need to talk about the AFC because it's yeah, it's it's we, everybody knows the AFC is loaded, and yeah. I, we both picked the Chiefs, but three or four teams we could easily see making the Super Bowl there. So. Absolutely, and like easily see them doing it, not just yeah. like eh, trying to go outside the box here. So I think I'll pick the Bills. No. Think the Bills can win. So, yeah. All right, football is back, David. Um, is there anything that that you would like to like to say in terms of football? Is there? Did you have you prepared like a haiku about football being back? Have you wrote a, a beautiful handwritten letter that you would like to share with the class? Or I did no. write a ha- handwritten letter. Okay, what does it say? What I typed in the outline was just football is back. Yeah, that's yeah. all. That's all that needs to be said. You know, that's all that needs to be said. Um, I just, I'm just ready. I'm ready to watch yeah. all the games on Sunday. Um, you know what prepared me? What? Which was a really good game to prepare me. The Colorado TCU game. That, that was, was like the first game. like full like football game. I, well, I guess I watched a little bit of Mizzou. Full like football game I've watched this year, and I was just like, I mean, it might be the game of the week, the game of the year, and it was week one. But I was just like, yeah, I've been waiting for this for a long time. This is incredible. Uh, and so it, it definitely set me up well uh, in my, you know, first scenes of a, of a full college football game this year. Yeah, this weekend in uh, college football was exactly like the reason that one, college football can be so electric sometimes, and two, why I think it's a far inferior product to the NFL. Um, and the first is a Colorado TCU game, which was an amazing game. Um, I was at my parents' place, and we were my brother and I were going to go out to the pool um but then we saw that there were six minutes left and that they just kept trading scores we were like we have to stay so we just stood behind the couch 
mm-hmm. um, and just watch the rest of the game like that. And so that was fine. But then I was like getting excited for these games like LSU, Florida State, um, and and North Carolina, South Carolina, and and so it's just like yeah, you have that one great game a weekend, but then like almost every other game is like, why am I watching this? It's not fun. You're a lot more prone to get a blowout in college football. Mm-hmm. Most NFL games, even between pretty rough teams or good team, bad team, like it, it finds itself, it finds its way to be close, but. Or college football, it's like, oh, yep, Oregon beat Portland State eighty-one to seven. You know, yeah, and and the wackiness of college football makes it fun, but it also makes it kind of frustrating at times. Where you're like, that was so. Why are you that dumb? Like that was so dumb. And they're college students, but like the turnovers and the decision making. I also yeah. this is a pet peeve of mine that I have. I hate the like, let's line up, get in formation, and then everybody stands up and looks to the sideline for five seconds to figure out what the play call is. That pisses me off so much. Yeah. Like, have we really not developed the people enough to like not need to look at a f- giant blow up of like Lamar Jackson and a Tootsie Roll to figure out what play call we have on second <laughs> and six? Like, why are we doing this? Uh, yeah. So that, but I did enjoy football being back, but I'm much more excited for the NFL to be back. College football is nice. It's fine. It's a good Saturday thing. But yeah. if I miss like uh, quite a few college football games on a Saturday, I don't really care mostly. Um, but if I miss some good ones on Sunday, I get really pissed. So. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. All right. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about some league news and by league news. I mean, let's talk about some chiefs news. <laughs> so what, what do you want to open up with first, David, uh, depression or sadness, which would you like to hit on? I mean, let's just do let's depression. Cause okay. So Chris Jones now. is not going to play for the chiefs this year. Um, I don't really know if there's anywhere else to go unless he just decides that he is fine with playing for the money he's going to get and just goes out and does it. Um, but it seems like talks have completely broken down between the two camps. Chris is really sticking at a number that the chiefs are made very clear that they're not willing to pay. Um, and he's also made it very clear that he's fine and to sit out until week eight. Um, and so he starts to get to the point where like his teammates are being asked about it constantly. Travis has given, uh, quite a few answers, many of them not outright, like going at Chris, but very clearly like pissed off. Um, Andy has done the same thing. Pat has done the same thing. Like, even if he does come back at this point, like what is the locker room like? However you feel about Chris Jones, uh, I think the guys in the locker room are going to think he's quitting on the team and he's putting himself above the team. Um, And football is an individual sport in some ways because at the end of the day, you're the one that has to deal with the injuries. You're the one that has to deal with the new contracts. You're the one that has to deal with all this stuff. And so I understand where Chris Jones is coming from for the money, but they made it clear he's not going to give it to him. And he's now just losing money. He's losing money by sitting out. So David... how much worse is this team without Chris? I'll echo what we said in the beginning. Patrick Mahomes is still my quarterback, so I feel good. But, I mean, I, I think the defense goes from, you know, a 10, 10 to 13th overall ranked defense. I think it, you know, I, I think it drops to 18 to 20th, maybe a little lower. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's just awful um, without him. I think we have a really good back seven. 
I love our linebackers, especially adding Drew Tranquil from the Chargers. I think that was an absolute steal. And we have some good pass rushers. They're not Chris Jones by any means. Um, and we, we are we did trade for a Minahue from the Niners, who seems like he's going to be really, really good. But I do think this this defense maybe struggles a little bit. I was even like, it was kind of funny, and I texted you guys this. I was kind of like, you know, you read enough tweets, and you're like, do we need him? Like, do we really need him? Well, the 54th Street we were eating lunch at on Monday happened to be showing the uh, 2022 AFC Championship game in which the Chiefs had four sacks and a pick in the first half alone against that Bengals team. And Chris Jones either had the sack or forced Burrow to flush, you know, to move out of the pocket, which then led to that sack. Like, I was like, oh, there's Chris Jones again. Oh, there's Chris. And it's like, man, we do need him. Like, he was a a wrecking ball in this game and in many others. And it's like, "Ah, I think we, I think we hurt, hurt pretty big without him. Maybe we adjust by the end of the year, but we need him or, or somebody like him, close to him, you know? Mm hmm. And he's he knows his importance. He knows. He knows that he's a crucial player. Um, and I don't know. I know that he probably wasn't very happy with the Frank Clark decision. Um, I think that him and Frank were pretty close and that he wasn't really super happy about that. But he has to know that that was done because he needed to make more money. And so that's why they got yeah, rid of Frank Clark. Yeah, we did that for Clark. him. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know. He knows he's important and we all know he's important. And yeah, like you said, you can talk and be like, well, oh, it's Chris Jones. One man is not that it's not that big a deal. It is. I mean, he was the best, what the best second best defensive player in football last year. And yeah. that's the only time he's ever been that level. I mean, he's been a great player, but he's never been that level again. And yeah. he knows that. And he's trying to get paid off of that because in football, Oftentimes, you don't even get to maximize your best years into money. Happens to running backs all the time. These guys have career years, but they're still on their rookie contract. And then by the time they get done with their rookie contract and get to their second contract, they're already on the back end. Mm -hmm. And so Chris is trying to maximize the amount of money right now coming off the best year of his career. And it's understandable, but it's not going to happen. The Chiefs have stuck to their position. I don't think they're going to cave unless like... I don't know if, if they're awful, if they like, if they're terrible, maybe the chiefs would be like, okay, fine. But I just don't think they're going to set that precedent because then, you know, this isn't the NBA. The NBA has gone player empowerment. Football has done that in some ways, but these guys aren't even still aren't playing on guaranteed contracts. So I, I just don't see them caving. Um, and I, I want to be mad at Chris and I am in many ways, but like, I get it. Um, I'm I'm mad because it's going to hurt the team. And I think that he's probably ruined some rapport that he had with other guys in the locker room. But I understand that at the end of the day, he's the one that's making the money. Mm. And, you know, if I was that guy too, and I was the best player at that position in the league, I'd want to get, I would say I have to be paid like the best player in the position. Yeah. Um. And so I get it, but it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. What well, honestly, I'm more upset at his agents than I am at him. My God, they've just completely, they've, they've horribly handled this entire process because now really Chris's only leverage is if the Chiefs like don't win. If the Chiefs yeah. continue to win, they'll be like, you have no leverage because we clearly can win without you. And now his agents have been in his ear, tell him to hold out. And now he's like, well, what the crap do I do now? You know, and it's like, you, you've, you're losing money. The, I, keep, I saw this tweet and it's like the money that he's sitting out the money that he wants that he's sitting out for, he's losing by sitting out. 
You know what I mean? And um, and I have the numbers here. So he has one more year. And essentially what the Chiefs would do is they'd add on to it. So it's a three-year deal, but the first year is at the end of the deal he's currently on. So it's two years, $54.5 million is what the Chiefs offered. Chris wants two years, $64 million, which is really weird because that is nine and a half, that is nine and a half million dollars in two years. So he's holding out for four and a half million dollars a year, which really is like so weird. Like what? Like that's just, I don't know. That's just so little to me that not even counting like the, you know, playoff win incentives, the sack incentives, this, all these incentives, he'd get way probably past 4 million. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, I, well, and he and starts I, to lose game checks. This is what a million like you play dollars for in the game. Well, you play from the NFL's game checks and when you don't play, you don't get paid a million and dollars a game. Yeah. So that's, that's what he's going to start to lose. And yeah, and then you're right. It's, uh, you said this sentence and I know what you mean when you say like four and a half million is not that much. It's obviously a lot. It's an unfathomable well, yeah. amount of money to most of us, but to like throw away potentially all of your money for four and a half million dollars more a year, it doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. And so I think that you're right. I think he's backed himself into a corner here and he has to either hope the chiefs lose and they come crawling to him or crawl back to them. And when he does, as Andy's not going to be like show up and okay, you can play like if you can tell if, Andy's pissed. If we wake up tomorrow and Chris Jones is back and he's like, I'm back in the facility. I'm done with this. Let's go. Let's put this, let's get rid of, let's play this season and then we'll deal with it next off season. Do you think Andy would play him on Thursday? Cause I don't think he would. No, he'd be like, been- okay, that's great. You can be ready for the next game. You have to do this much stuff to get back yeah. in. And it's, I think that's going to be the case. Anytime he comes back, he's not going to play in the next game because Andy's yeah. going to be like, no, screw you. It's been explained to me that Sunday, Sunday, and it's Tuesday, was a Wednesday practice just because of like they play on Thursday. They're three days away. And uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think you can tell Andy's like from the outside. It just looks like Andy's very neutral and like, oh, it's up to ownership. We've seen enough Andy Reid interviews. You could tell he was pretty upset. Mm-hmm. pretty just disappointed in this whole thing because um, mm-hmm. chris jones i see it now he's over 200 million dollars in fines and he walked away from a five hundred thousand dollar workout bonus each game check is worth 1.083 million dollars so it's just like you know i understand him holding out but it's like man the money that he's sitting out for that you know nine million dollar difference he's losing, difference, he's losing he's, it he's losing it all and yeah. it feels like he's just, it feels like it's against what, everything he wants. And again, I, I'm like 80% mad at the agents, 20% mad at him. Like I'm more upset at the agents because they've clearly just poorly managed the situation and led him, you know, in, in the wrong way. And so that's just disappointing for, for the guy who's like, he's the one that's playing and these agents just clearly want as much money as they can get and they don't really mm-hmm. care kind of what happens, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, because they get a cut. That's how it works. Agents get percentage of money um, signed. So $4.5 million is an extra $250,000 in his agent's pocket or something like that. So obviously, mm-hmm. they're going to have incentive. They work for themselves, too. Um, also, this is a much less important thing, but also a thing I'm just not looking forward to. 
now it's that's just going to be it. That's what we're just going to talk about the whole time on the broadcast and yeah. every freaking Chiefs game. It's going to be anytime there's a run up the middle, it's going to be that's where Chris Jones would normally be. That's where Chris Jones is. Anytime that can, yeah. and then it's just going to be unrelated. It's going to be the opening thing that they talk about in all the pregame shows. It's going to be what they kick off and they do their little, um, I don't know, their little like intro before kickoff happens where they gonna be like, and the chiefs once again are without Chris Jones, the all pro, and then they're going to rehash it. And so I'm just going to get tired of it. I'm already tired of it. I'm already tired mm-hmm. of the Chris Jones news and I'm going to get way more tired of it. It's going to be the Tyreek thing from last year, but like 10 times worse. Yeah. And if you don't remember chiefs games last year, especially at the beginning of the season, it was literally every game started with, and the chiefs are going to be without Tyreek Hill uh, there. Let's see how Mahomes handles not having his all pro wide receiver. Um, like they kept saying it like he was injured instead of the fact that Tyreek was on a whole different team. They mentioned it in the Super Bowl, and they were like, "Oh, this is the first time the Chiefs have played in a Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes and not had Tyreek Hill." You're like, yeah, no, okay, yeah. they they've only yeah. been a duo for like five years. Why are you acting like this is tales old as time? So yeah, I I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be annoying. And Nathan. Who else are the Chiefs possibly going to be without on Thursday? Yes. Night? Well, here's the sadness part. Today, we all just get the worst. Well, well, not the worst news. It's bad news, but it's not even close to the worst news. Just get the Travis Kelsey hyperextension notification come across our phones when I'm in the middle of a bad day of work. And so <laughs> it just makes it worse. So Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee at um practice today which i was like why is travis kelsey practicing put him in bubble wrap um and lock him in a storage closet like don't let him go out there mm-hmm. but hindsight's 2020 and so then they sent the worst worded um notification afterwards which was you like also too okay, yeah I, I the way i read that at first i just well your eyes your brain just goes travis kelsey acl and you're like no and then you realize they're saying like they're not really concerned. They don't think he tore his ACL. They're not worried about that. And yeah, like, okay. it was like breaking news. Chiefs believe Travis Kelsey's ACL still intact. I was like, why would you say it like that? Like that Chiefs believe Kelsey has torn ACLs is what you read. Yeah, you, know? you should have said breaking news. Chiefs not concerned about Kelsey's ACL being torn or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Word it better. But yeah, so I hope he doesn't play Thursday. I don't want us to play him. I know. Even if he is available, I would say just rest him. Yeah, it's not worth it. keep him on the sidelines. Um, Yeah, but we do have to remember he's old. Like, Travis doesn't play like he's old, but he is. He's getting up there, especially for a tight end. He's, um, I mean, he's he's not Rob Gronkowski. He's Tony Gonzalez in terms of longevity. So he definitely has years left. Um, But he is the most important player outside of Patrick Mahomes on the Chiefs. Yeah. And so not having him on Thursday, yeah, I'm still confident. I think they can get it done against the Lions, but it's definitely going to be a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely not really what you want going into the season as well. Because hyperextension is always bad, but like I feel like those come in waves for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just really hope they just get him rested. I don't want to see yeah. him on the field on Thursday. I'd rather he be good for the playoffs, you know, if he misses a couple games here and there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. RIP for all Me? of the people that took Travis Kelsey in the first round of their fantasy. Though. One of my leagues, he was my first first round pick four. I went, yeah. I, I, went after I mean, if you, if you had, if he was still available at pick four and you didn't take him, I don't know what you're doing. I saw a stat last year that said 24% of league winners in ESPN's fantasy leagues had Travis Kelsey as their starting tight end. 
That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, because he is puts up the numbers of a wide receiver. So he's getting you wide receiver points, but he also is so far and away better as a fantasy tight end than and just as an actual tight end than every other tight end in the league that it's not even close, the gap between those positions. That's why if you don't get Travis Kelsey in the first round, you don't take a tight end until like the seventh or the eighth round because there's no point. Yeah. There's no reason to draft up for Mark Andrews. You might as well load up on running backs and wide receivers while you can. Unless you're Will in our league and he took Kelsey 1-1 just to spite us. Which honestly might not be... kind of helped us. (laughs) Yeah, might might not be a terrible strategy. It's not going to like really hurt him in the long run, but it's kind of No, he'll get him points. Yeah. But yeah, that's just on top. Like I needed some good news from the Chiefs and I got the opposite today, but it's fine. Everything will be okay. Thursday night's going to come, and we'll, I don't know, we'll watch. We'll Remember when happy. the Patriots always started three and five, and everybody was like, oh, this is the year the Patriots, you know, don't don't figure it out. And then that year they'd win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Classic. I feel like, you know, this this may be reality of like, oh, Chiefs yeah. ho- holding back plays, not revealing schemes, players not 100%, the defense hasn't figured it out. Oh, my gosh, the Chiefs are three and four, eight-game win streak. You know what I mean? It, it, so. If we lose to the Lions, it's Chiefs without Chris Jones are done. And I don't believe that's the case. Although if we do lose to the Lions, I'm not going to feel great. I think that if you're going to get up for any game, you're getting up for this one. It's is a prime time Thursday night kickoff this season game. I think they're going to, sh- it's at Arrowhead. I think they're going to show up. So um, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll lose a stupid game later on though. We're, for sure. We're going to, we're going to lose to a team that is going to be competing for a top five draft pick. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, we talk about missing guys. Here's Mahomes' stats in season openers. Uh, he's five and zero, fifteen hundred forty two yards, eighteen touchdowns, zero picks, eighty percent adjusted completed percentage. Wait, Mahomes is elite and he he's averaging openers. over three touchdowns in game and opening. Three yeah. over three hundred yards, three hundred and what fifty yards and three touchdowns a game. Yeah, about three and, and a half openers. touchdowns a game. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's so good. And you're playing yeah. normally. You're playing really good teams because they always schedule like good matchups week one. Yep. Most of the time, you're playing a good team. Oh my gosh, not wild. I actually That's didn't even know that stat until I saw that today. I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Okay, well, again, we have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, so I don't know. Just yes, sir. Jody Fortson loading. I guess I don't. I don't know. It's no, just he's hurt. The Jody Fortson Dude, game. you can't oh, yeah, bring him true. up, man. That's so messed. It's up. the Noah Gray game, then. Sorry, yes, it's the sir. Noah Gray game. <laughs> okay, all right, David. Uh, I don't really feel like talking about any other league news because I don't care. Um, let's just do our picks. Okay. Let's tell me what your favorite is. So here's. Uh, sorry, let me explain how we're gonna do it this time we're not going to pick all 16 games um even though we actually did kind of well at that i think we both finished like 60 percent or something yeah we actually did pretty good <laughs> 70. i think it's like 60 65 something right around there so we're both really good at that but we're not going to do that again what we're going to do Just is favorite upset and then two wild card picks so we're going to pick a favorite a team that's favorite on the lines a team that it is an underdog on the lines and then just two random games that we like and then tell you the winner of those so David, your favorite pick is also one I was going to go with until I, I'm glad I didn't because you already have it. Who who is it? Um, I'm I. It's the first game I saw. I was like, yeah, it's kind of the easy pick, and I'm just going to go with it. Um, Texans at the Ravens. Ravens are favored by ten. 
they may cover. Ravens kind of feel like the team. It's like, wow, the Ravens just won 45 to three on week one. Uh, and it may happen against the Texans. I don't think the Texans are going to be the worst team in the league this year. Um, but uh, I, I think I'm pretty comf- confident in my, you know, picking of the Ravens. Beat the Texans. Lamar's back. He's been paid. Good to go. They signed OBJ. They drafted Zay Flowers. They still have Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. Like uh, this team's going to be pretty good. They got a new offensive coordinator. Uh, people kind of forgot about him. Although for the first time in what, how many years, the defense isn't like stout and really good. There may be some questions there. So that'll be interesting to see. But yeah, I like the Ravens my- in, this, in this matchup. Well, yeah, I agree with you on the defense there, but my brain is going to trick me and be like, Ravens uniforms, the defense has to be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's, I mean, that's fair. So, yeah, I, that's a really good pick. That's one of the obvious ones. I'm going to pick the other obvious one. I'm going to go Commanders over Cardinals. Um, I think Cardinals are just in a race to the bottom um, for worst team in the league. I actually don't, I don't love the Commanders, but I think they're like a fringe wildcard team. Um, I think Sam Howell is okay. Um, and for the commanders, that's pretty good. I think they have a decent defense and, um, they got some good skill players. The Terry McLaurin thing is kind of a problem. Um, you know, you don't love the fact that their number one right receiver is got turf toe, which is a not good injury. Um, but you know, what? I, I just, I also, this is a pick mostly on the fact that I think the Cardinals are abysmal. I think that their everything is awful. I think their head coach is bad. They're not going to have good quarterbacks. I don't have really any confidence in anybody on their defense. And it's, it, I, I don't know, James Connor. I like, well, I don't know. You don't, you don't believe in Joshua Dobbs? No, I don't believe in Josh Dobbs. Um, who may not be the starter because they haven't listed the starter yet because they want to oh. have a competitive advantage. Don't forget that, David. That's right. Um, sorry. So, McCoy. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? Who, who There's knows? actually been a couple court. people kind of high on the commanders. They saw Sam Howell in the preseason game, and he did look pretty good. Eric Bieniemy edition. Do you think the commanders could win 10 games and get like a six seed, or do you think? It, it- I, I think they could definitely be a wild card team for sure. Yeah. Um, especially because, again, the NFC is weak. Um, so I think the commanders definitely could be a wild card team and it, to do that, you have to prove it in the games like this. And I think they will, I think they win by two scores. Mm. Yeah. So the line on that, um, are we doing this based on lines? Or are we just doing whoever wins? Uh, I'm okay with just whoever that. wins. Okay. That's fine with me. So the line on that is, um, uh, Cardinals, uh, plus seven. So, and I think that the commanders we can, cover. it's just a lot more difficult. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's just, let's, we don't have to do that. We, okay. we, we can't bet legally. Yes, That's true. So let's not even still talk wait, about it. Still wait on that. But All right, David, uh, underdog, upset, who you got? Honestly, I had a couple here, and I was, I actually got down between two, and I'm kind of hoping you choose this one, but I don't know if you're as high on this team as I am. But the one I went with was Dolphins over the Chargers. Chargers are at home, and Chargers are favored by three. Line is minus three. Uh, leading towards the Chargers. I like the Dolphins. Um, week one, two is healthy. Um, this offense is wild. Uh, it's fast. Uh, and the defense improved pretty substantially. I know J- Jalen Ramsey did end up getting hurt, which sucks, but he, he should be back. Um, but they got some dogs. And, um, we, you know, we, we've talked about this many times, but I don't know. I, I trust Brandon Staley in a close game, and I just don't know if I ever will. So, yeah. Give me the Dolphins to uh, to win at SoFi Stadium week one. 
Yeah, I was looking at that one. Um, honestly, I think that, yeah, I agree with you. And I think that the Chargers are just chokers. And also the Dolphins are just good. They're, they're, they look they like a good team. They have a lot of great skill positions. And Tua will be healthy, at least hopefully for the duration of this game, um, which would be an achievement. And so if that happens, then I think that Tua being healthy, the just the combination of guys that they already have, they're just going to be in good shape. So I think that's a good pick. Um, I'm going to go with Steelers over 49ers. Uh, you talked about it before we actually started recording. Uh, Nick Bosa hasn't reported. Um, yeah, people have not been talking about that. Just Chris Jones, but Nick Bosa still hasn't shown up. Interesting. And Nick Bosa is very important. Um, I think the Steelers are kind of good. Like, I actually, I think the Steelers are good. I think they're a fringe playoff team as well. And they're playing at home. And um, that is Heinz a tough Field. place to play. Hind, whatever it is now. It's actually not Heinz anymore. What's I the, don't, I don't call know it the new name. Ac- yeah. Acrisure or Acrisure or whatever. Yeah, not going to. Heinz Field. Um, <laughs> terrible towels. Renegade's going to be playing. I don't know if I believe in Kenny Pickett. They got a good defense. I like their wide receivers a lot. Um, and I drafted Najee Harris on my fantasy team. So I hope yeah. they do well. But I, I think that, yeah, I think that the, the Niners, um, I don't know, I think they drop one and people get concerned. But I don't think there's a real reason to be concerned because it's it's a NFC AFC matchup week one. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it matters a whole lot, but yeah, I, that's what I'm that's what I'm gonna take there. Yeah, I I'm kind of high on the Steelers this year. They drafted Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State, who's an absolute dog, and uh, they have Minka Fitzpatrick on the other side still. And I like I think this team is well coached enough and good enough yeah. in every other aspect. If I'd say the worst. If Kenny Pickett's the same quarterback he is last year, I think they can do good. But mm-hmm. second-year quarterbacks usually improve, especially under the you know the direction that he's under. I think mm-hmm. even if he get, improves a little bit and is pretty good, I think that is good enough to win 10, maybe squeak 11 games because this team is just so good around him. And if TJ Watt can stay healthy, people forget they didn't lose a game when he was playing on the field. And he exactly. missed seven games, and that, that kind of hurt him. So Exactly. Um yeah, I think the Steelers could be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, all right, David. I picked that one. I, I, that was yeah. the other one I was thinking about. I figured that was the other one you were eyeing. That one's kind of the obvious one just based on, well, obviously also the spread. I mean, you can tell that they think it's it's two and a half um, yeah. to the 49ers, a team that made the NFC Championship game. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right, David. Give me your wild cards, which is just two other picks. I mean, we, we yeah. they're not really wild cards, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the kind of the wild card team, other one I liked. Uh, I'm choosing Broncos over Raiders. Uh, Broncos are favored th- by three and a half, but man, this is this is at Mile High Stadium, first game of the year, first game since Sean Payton's been hired. He rebuilt the offensive line. Um, I've always thought the Broncos had good skill players. The coaching staff has just poorly dealt with that. You know, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. Um, uh, what's the running back? He, Dang, I can't forget. I forgot his name now. He tore his ACL on his back this year and should be pretty good. Yeah, I'm so upset I'm, that I'm I, blanking I can't on it as well. But um, they got some good guys. Javante Williams. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had a pretty good first year and before he, before he got hurt last year. But I think, I while they didn't win many games, I think Sean Payton at the least could double the Broncos' win total, which again, I think is that's ten wins, nine wins. So. But the Raiders aren't very good. Um, their defense is not good, and you went Derek Carr for Jimmy G, which 
was that an upgrade? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, I know no, Josh I, Jacobs is good. I know Devontae Adams is good. But again, the Raiders' defense is abysmal, man. So Broncos' first game with Sean Payton, first game of the year. I like picking them. You're saying Broncos country, let's ride? At least for week one. Okay, that's fair. Um, be a that gets eight miles per gallon, and you know they use all eight miles in week one, but you never know. Okay, I'm going to do something I hate right here. Um, I'm changing my pick at the end here. I'm going Packers over Bears. Ooh, That's a one-point line. Um, everybody thinks it's going to be close. I um, have... I stake one claim every year, um, and last year I was wrong about it. I said the Eagles were overrated, um, and they lost in the Super Bowl, so technically I was always right in the end. Um, and then this this year I think it's everybody's way too high on Justin Fields, <laughs> and um, I think we all need to calm down a little bit. I think that we've talked about Justin Fields like he's going to finish an MVP candidate-type season this year. Um I don't see it. He still doesn't have that many good. He added DJ Moore. Other than that, he doesn't have that many playmakers around him. I think that the Packers are a better team. And I think people forget how bad the Bears were last year. Like that, that team was awful. And they, it's not like they reloaded that much. They got DJ Moore. Yeah. They, they didn't really get anybody at any other position. Their defense wasn't good, which you always think that the Bears defense is good. Justin Fields loves to throw interceptions. He does not take care of the football. Yes, he has dazzling plays. He's amazing. He has 80-yard scrambles. You know, he, he he's awesome to watch. I just, I don't really see, like, him. He can't throw the ball. He's, he's like, he, he can sometimes, but he is way too inconsistent at that aspect. Um, I think that everybody's going to doubt the Packers because they, Aaron Rodgers, is gone, which I understand, but I think they have a good enough team um, where they can win with Jordan Love against a bad Bears team. And I do think this Bears team is going to be really bad. I've seen a couple of people put the Bears in like winning the division, possibly. Um, I don't know what's going on there. So I, I'm going to take the Packers here. They are one point underdogs um, in this game, but I'm I'm going to go ahead and take them. Yeah, it's. I feel like that just naturally it happens every year. Like people attach to a certain team. Um, but the, yeah, the, the Bears went three and 14 last year and they beat Niners in week one, the Houston Texans and the New England Patriots. Um, and, and besides that, I mean, yeah, they had close games. They lost seven to 12 to the Commanders. Like, but I mean, it, I just. It is interesting. I do think they took a step forward. They spent the most money in free agency. They also still have the most money available, which is just wild. Um, they redid a lot of their defensive guys. That you know, Matt Everflus possibility of being a pretty good coach for this team. But I mean, I, I think I mean three and fourteen is almost the floor. I think they could win seven, eight games, but that might be their ceiling. You know, I, I don't think they're just gonna win the division at all. I, I really don't think so. I, I don't know. We'll see. I could be wrong. You know, but I do see your point of like, man, we're just, there's a lot of hype and uh, I just don't know if we'll see that play through. I don't know. This is a reactionary pick for sure, but I literally was looking at like league headlines today um, while I was eating lunch and there were like a couple like Justin Fields prime to put the bears on, on top of the division. And I was like, what? No, no, he's not. No, they're not. Mm -hmm. Like I looked up his stats from last year and He's, Justin Fields had a fine year last year. 
He was decent. Okay. Um, but they didn't win games. So yeah. he 17 touchdowns and 11 picks. I, well, that's not moving the needle for me. Like career, career, he has a completion percentage below 60. He has 26 touchdowns and 21 interceptions. I don't know where we're all getting this. Like, oh my gosh, I love, I love him so much. His, like, I, I, yeah, he had multiple games where he threw for under 60% completion percentage and under 200 yards passing. I just, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing yeah. the reason for the hype. I'm really they, not. They do have the sixth easiest strength of schedule, which helps. That really does help. Um, yeah, but you have be to enough, be, though, is the you question. have to be good. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. yeah, the sixth easiest strength of schedule makes a difference when you're good. You know who else is the circle that, that's an easy week? The Bears. The Bears are that team for a lot of other teams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't see it. And I'm saying all this, and they're going to march into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs in the game that the Chiefs crap the bed. So, <laughs> there you go. But oh, until funny. then, right. I'm sticking with this take. Yep. My next uh, pick, which is funny that I just picked this team to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I'm kind of nervous about it. <laughs> uh, it's the Cowboys beating the Giants on Sunday Night Football. They're at the Giants. Dallas is still favored by three and a half. Just loves um, them boys. Um, yeah, I, I like like the Cowboys in week one. I feel like Cowboys are a good week one team. I feel like they start hot the last couple of years and they just kind of slowly – dwindle away um so you know why not pick them while they're hot so i'll take the boys i already explained for why they i thought they'd win the super bowl so that i just echo that in week one why i think they'll win with the addition at receiver and a good defense and uh i i know daniel jones has the potential to be good and i know he low-key might just be like alex smith and i loved alex smith i just for some reason i see a daniel jones led team and i'm just like i just don't know if they'll get far you know i don't know uh, I think that's disrespectful to Alex Smith. Really? Alex Smith, okay. there's a few things that Alex Smith didn't do well. Um, one of them was just throwing the ball downfield for a large stretch of his career and yeah. throwing touchdown passes, to be honest. But the one thing Alex Smith did do well was take care of the ball. He was not a turnover yeah. guy. Yeah. And uh, Daniel Jones is addicted to turning the ball over. So. I, I think, yeah, uh, Cowboys will win this game on the road against a division opponent, and it's going to be impressive. And every sports show for the next six days afterwards is going to lead with, is it the year for Dim Boys? Is it the Cowboys' time? New favorites in the NFC? Question mark. And then they're going to lose week two. America's so. team is back. Ugh, gosh, I hate the Cowboys so much. Yeah, it's, and I don't care, Zach. Sorry. I, hey, it's okay. Also, I'm picking them. There's a good balance yeah. on this pod. I'm picking them, and you and you hate them. Yep. So look, we're good. Exactly. All right. My last one's just not exciting. Um, I kind of just wanted to pick a game that I felt was pretty easy to pick. Jags over Colts. Um, Jonathan Taylor not playing. Colts have a rookie quarterback who's going to be starting his first NFL game. The Jags looked really good at the end of the year last year. Um, I'm a believer in what they're doing with Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. I think that they're going to continue that. I like Travis Etienne. I don't love their defense, but their defense is solid and they're better than the Colts. The Colts are bad. Yeah. The Colts are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I think this year, especially if they don't have Jonathan Taylor, who's their real only threat on offense. Mm-hmm. 
So Jags over Colts. Yeah. I don't have to say that much. The whale died. Jim Mercy's off to a bad start of the year anyway. Yeah. Uh, the addition of Calvin Ridley also is huge. I think people forgot how good of receiver he is. And yeah, he's betting on himself. Him. Hey, come on. You've heard me talk about him quite a bit. Um, and I, mm-hmm. but he just, just seeing videos from training camp, he just is so fast. Uh, yeah. It's, it seemed like a safe, really good addition. seemed like a safe bet for them. And they weren't really gambling that much. If I were uh, a betting man, I would probably, you know, <laughs> sign, sign him too. Yeah. You know, I think, I think the, just the spread that's going to be the quality in the wide receiver spread um, is going to mm-hmm. be great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to go yeah. over expectations this year rather than under them. Yeah. Um, and so I mean, my money's, I, my money's right on the line, you know, of, yeah. <laughs> of, their, of their success. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. All right. That's we're, it for we, that. Yeah. We just, we're running out of jokes there, man. We, we got to stop. We just got to stop this podcast. I think that's, mm-hmm. that was, that was probably as bad as this has ever gotten. Um, yeah. And yeah. And I don't Nathan, know. Nathan, is there a, I think it's, some fans might be just one can't believe that we didn't bring up the chiefs lions game, but also I think people are, are people surprised maybe that we didn't bring up the bills jets game with all the hype. Oh the uh, my Monday gosh. Night football. I am torn. Can I tell bills you that? Are only I'm... favored by two and a half and they're, well, they're the away team. Never mind. That's fine. What's up? Are you torn? Well, because I don't know what's funnier. <laughs> So it would it be hilarious if the Jets were like really good, and then uh, all the like Aaron Rodgers like um, was actually good, and then he choked in the playoffs, which is would be great again. Just Aaron Rodgers yeah. being a choker once again yeah. would give me life. Or would it be funnier if the Jets just suck and Aaron Rodgers is terrible, and in like twelve games they have to fire. Well, not even that many. In like seven games, they have to fire their head coach. And like Aaron Rodgers is giving quotes to the media like, these guys just don't know how to win. Um, I don't know what's funnier. So that I don't might... know who to root for. Dude, I think that'd be the biggest collapse in like NFL history. From the hype, the attention, the buildup it's gotten to that. If that were to happen, it'd be like literally the biggest collapse of all I, time. I, 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 you know what I want? This is what I want. I want the Jets to okay. I've decided. I want the Jets to be good. I want the Jets to win games. I want the Jets to win that division. I want the Jets to have the one seed somehow. I want them to host an AFC Championship game. I want the Chiefs to travel to the Jets. I want everybody to talk. Forget about Aaron Rodgers' playoff problems. To talk about how just like the, the NFC used to run through Lambeau, the AFC is now running through MetLife, and you better be ready to play in New York in January. It's the frozen tundra up there. It's the new Lambeau. And then I want the Chiefs. I want Patrick Mahomes to throw for like 800 yards and seven touchdowns and just bury Aaron Rodgers in his stupid mushroom, magic mushroom field at the 50-yard line. Put him on another and I never street. have to hear about how Aaron Rodgers is actually the most talented quarterback in NFL history ever again. Um, I would love that because uh, I am a firm person that who believes that Patrick Mahomes has already proven that he's better than Aaron Rodgers and is better all time than Aaron Rodgers because of his ability to not only show up in the regular season but show up in the playoffs. And I would love for that to be proven just firsthand, just right in front of Aaron's face. So that's what I'm going to be rooting for now. So Nathan will be rooting for the Jets to go 14-3. and three. 
A quick PSA to our listeners, Nathan English does not like Aaron Rodgers. I don't. I really don't. I really don't like Aaron Rodgers. Um, Nathan, why did we avoid the Chiefs game? Are we nervous because, or are we just trying to be diff- like are we just trying to I think we're just away? trying to What do you want me to do? <laughs> I picked the Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs to win oh, like yeah. Yeah. 17 of the 17 games last year. And they won 14, so I was pretty I picked good. I picked 16 of the 17 and the one I didn't pick I got right. It was the Bengals game. I kind of feel yeah. bad about it still. Yeah, you're a you're still a bastard for that. No, I just think it's like we already talked about the Chiefs a bunch. Um, I yeah. think this game is going to be really exciting. But it's the fir- like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I like the fact that they're playing on Thursday night because it feels like I'm not going to be anxious the whole weekend, like waiting for the mm. Chiefs game. But also Sunday it's going to be like, up, you know? if they lose, week one's ruined for me. So there's a lot of risk involved here. Yeah, but, I say this now. I think I think I'll be okay. Shut it's up. week it's week one you know what Shut i mean we, potentially without travis without without Shut chris darius tony's gonna be hurt david stop. we got a whole season got david a whole stop season. you I, you are not gonna convince me that if we lose you're gonna be calm and relaxed about it oh, i'm no. gonna text i'm gonna text sophie if we if lose i'm gonna text sophie as soon as like it's for sure that we're going to lose the game if that's like Mahomes throws an interception at the end or something. I don't know. Whatever happens. If this happens, I'm going to text Sophie and be like, how's David taking it? Uh, honest, honest reaction. How's David? And I guarantee she's going to say horribly. He's really pissed off. He won't say anything. He's just yelled, why the frick can't we win this game? And now he slammed the door and he's just sitting in, in the room by himself. No, pissed. I don't. I don't get mad at cheese games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. That's the one thing I know about you is that you don't get mad at Chiefs games and you think Christopher Nolan is a so-so director. <laughs> this is a sports podcast, <laughs> and I think we should leave it to that. Um, yeah. All right, all right. Well, let's just then, then hit us with the outro. I don't think we have anything else to say. Yeah, I don't think so either. Man, it's week one. I'm We're so excited, dude. Football's back. A really, really good matchup. Some divisional matchups in week one, but also some good Steelers, Niners, just matchups outside of the division, Lions, Chiefs, all that stuff we've covered already. But going to be some good football. We've all been waiting. And, uh, yeah, excited for it to start. But you guys have been listening to What Do You Want to Watch? And it's been David Dirks and Nathan English talking it up. We'll see you later. sad if we lose come on all right bye everybody <laughs>